Hi guys. <laughs> so um, this is Music Mukbang. We're doing a special uh, episode and we have the Data Waves in the studio. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I'm DJ Z. Um, and if you guys could go around and introduce yourselves and what you play in the band. Hey, uh, my name is Sandy. I play guitar. Hello, my name is Kevin King and I play saxophone and flute. Hello, I'm Judy I play bass. My name is Siobhan, and I play the drums. Awesome. Um, and so you guys all, you all go to U of I? Yeah? yeah, yeah. What are you, maybe go down the line and say your majors, too. Uh, my name is Sandy, once again, I'm a technical systems management major. Hello, my name is Kevin King, and I'm a jazz studies <laughs> major. I study ag engineering. And I study accounting. Awesome. Um, and so you guys have been a band since 2016, right? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. That's awesome. So how did, like, how did this happen? Just... Tell the yeah, actually tell the it all happened right here in this residence hall. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we came together as a group uh, called the Apothecaries through the Allen Hall Rock Band class. Oh, okay. That was our freshman year. We lost two members then. Um, moved on to our second year, and we changed our name and became uh, instrumental at that point. Okay. And so it, it did it always kind of have like a funk, like jazz vibe to it, and Definitely, then yeah, okay. Our uh, original keyboard player was a jazz musician. Okay. You know, all of this definitely rooted with the whole uh, blue movement, I guess you could say. Awesome. Okay. Um, so, is there anything new that's been going on with you guys? Any um, events coming up that we should know about? Uh, yeah, we got a show tomorrow at uh, the Cooperative, which is a house in Urbana. It's on Springfield. Um, so, if y'all want to see us live tomorrow, uh, we'll be. Probably doing a, uh, a new tune or two, so come out to that. Uh, we'll probably go on at around like 10, 10 so yeah, we'll see you there. Okay, um, so we're going to play some, uh, we have like most of your um, first EP, or like the entirety of your first EP that we're playing, and then we have some of Lady in Red as well. Um, so the first song we're going to play is Sun Salute, so if you guys want to like maybe break down like the process of like how you made that or... He wrote it. Sammy wrote okay. It. It's a Sammy composition. Yeah, it was a it was a fun. Uh, I was it was actually in high school, senior year, hanging out and uh, picked up a guitar, came to me at the moment, a really nice, smooth, cool sounding four chord progression, and uh, took that idea, brought it to these guys, and turned it into something bigger. Wasn't it originally a audio goblin song? Well, not necessarily. I, I played the chord progression on okay. it, and he went ahead and added in sound effects on a drum machine yeah. and kind of yeah. like worked around what I'd already put down. Yeah. But definitely, um, yeah, no. So it was a collaborative thing, definitely. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. All right. So we're going to play Sun Salute and then we're going to play uh, Love Don't Cut Me Down by Hi Varu. Um, who was it that had the flip phone? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was me. You want to talk about the pros about it? <laughs> talk about that. Should we talk about that? Uh, <laughs> sure. Talk about that. <laughs> I don't so, want. I don't mean to put you on the so spot, but oh, this yeah, is very interesting. Okay, I'll answer why I had a flip phone. Okay, I'll answer it. All right. Um, well, you know, last semester uh, I wanted to focus more on school, and uh, in order to do that, I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to get rid of my smartphone because I noticed, for me at least, uh, I was very much distracted. So I went ahead and did it. I got a flip phone for the semester, and my grades improved. And now you're back okay. to the regular. Now I'm back to the regular phone, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What would people 
question you about it? Like, oh yeah, all the time. You guys um, <laughs> would always question me about it, actually. Uh, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. He just flip it out. <laughs> Did it have texting or no? Yeah, T9 texting. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was a finger work. Okay, okay boomer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's what they call me in the band. I am the boomer of the band. Well, because you're a senior, right? <laughs> yeah. You're a senior. Who else? Who else is a senior? Oh, you're all senior and you're a junior. What are you gonna do without them? I don't know. Oh no! Oh like my gosh! Get a flip phone. I don't. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like your parents, but do you guys have like jobs locked down? How's that going? Or okay, okay, yeah. Because I, there was some girl in my class. She like already has her job set, and I was like, she's a senior, and I was like, oh, like okay, like go off. But that's fine. You guys are chilling. It's good. Um. So I wanted to ask you. You guys were talking about. Um, the person who produced the song that we just played, um, Sun Salute. So that makes that leads me to like ask about the recording process. Like how do you like how did like where do you guys record? Like how do you go about doing that? So who do you for that for that like uh whole EP in particular, the Lady in Red one, we were recording at a house in Urbana called Portlandia, which is like on Oregon Street. Mm -hmm. And so we basically set up in a live setting, we just uh mic'd up all of our instruments and our amps. We just like played it in a room live. So what you hear on the recording is like actually what we were playing in the room. It's very live and very raw. And so we just took all those recordings. And uh, Alan Zhu, your beautiful Ruin, is the producer who mixed it. He's extremely talented. He's worked with CJ Ron, Mikhail, Isaiah G, a bunch of other like really great um, U of I artists our age too. Mm -hmm. Extremely talented guy. He he put that mix together, and we're gonna probably be working with him again in the future. Oh gotcha. Okay. And so did you work with him for? Um, Drunk Funk and Lilac too, or yeah. So the Lilac that was kind of our own. We kind of did that on our own. Okay, that was very much like just the four of us. Yeah, that was oh, these, awesome. these two guys mainly. We did the mixing and stuff with that. Yeah, Sharon okay. and I mixed it together over the summer. So that was like very much us. But um, for the first EP, Drunk Funk, there's a, a guy named in band named Bryce Conrad who has his own studio in Lincoln, and he's another extremely talented guy who put us all. We did the same thing. We just sat together in a room with all our instruments and just played it. And what you hear on the album is exactly how we played it live. Yeah, shout out to 4th Street Records. 4th Street Records, that's the, that's the studio. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Okay, so next we're going to play Autumn Breeze. Followed, so that's, um. which one? Remind me which, that was, that's also off Lady in Red? Okay. And so for on Lady in Red, you had a lot of covers. What kind of made you decide to do that as opposed to like, entirely originals like your first one yeah so i think the idea behind the covers was that we took original songs and then we kind of put our own spin on it oh yeah it was kind of our own spin on those songs like autumn breeze is actually originally by cage the elephant which is like an alternative rock band yeah we kind of turned it into more of a funky jazzy kind of song awesome uh, yeah we're gonna play some cage the elephant later too perfect. so awesome okay so autumn breeze and then followed by uh slow-mo by san cisco and Take It or Leave It by Cage the Elephant. So. Okie dokie. So we were just talking about uh, seeing Cage the Elephant live, but uh, we got a little we had a little mix up with the the senior citizen over there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you guys see little Yachty when he came? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that let's hear amazing. it. <laughs> I love I've did seen him live three times. Did you see him? Yes, I almost died. Oh. It was so uh, fun. When like everyone threw the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
DJ Blue guys in the room with us, and she was with me when we like went, and we went with like our guy friends, and thank God we went with our guy friends because we would have gotten trampled, you know, because you were there. But yeah, it was bad. I heard. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Nicole got kicked in the throat as well. There was like a guy that was like trying to crowd surf and he just like yeeted his foot into Nicole. There was a lot of people crowd surfing that show. Yeah, yeah. More people crowd surfing than there were people standing. I was like, what the? Yeah, he was like encouraging it too. And then he was like, don't drink the water bottles. And then like, obviously, (laughs) but yeah, Um, it'll be interesting to see who they pick for next year. I was doing like the survey, you know, that they're like, what band do you want? The data waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was um, before Little Yachty? T-Pain, right? T-Pain is my favorite. T-Pain was, was actually fun. great. I love T-Pain. The year before that, like our freshman year, it was Post Malone. Which yeah. is like, was it really? So this was like right before like the right second album came out. So this was like yeah. Stony Post Malone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and this yeah. was like before he blew up. Like, really yeah, yeah, yeah. He did get like way bigger in the last two oh, years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Star Horse has like this, like, has like a trick of like any band that comes here, like within months, they're like huge. Like Smino, like when they came and mm. then like all of a sudden he's like on the lineup for Lala. I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. I was like, damn, like I'm glad I went to go see him. Yeah. So I, I was actually open for Smino a couple years ago. At who? Uh, Kevin and I, we were, oh. with, we were playing with CJ Ron. We did like a full band set. Oh, we opened for Smino. oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's a good flex. You're like. What's it? The like six degrees of separation. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> nice. Um. So I guess you we were talking about Cage the Elephant, but um, I want to know a little bit about more about like musical influences when like you guys are making your music, maybe individually or just collectively, whatever you guys wanna. Sure. Uh. So when I grew up, my my dad used to be a reggae musician, and um, he really put me on with a lot of reggae growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh. Get on. Then I got a little older. I started listening to more hip hop. And I want to say those two are really responsible for my main, my main influences as far as like what I bring to the data waves. Yeah, I was also producing beats at one point in high school, and like very much like between reggae and hip hop, you can find funk, and like I really like that too. So yeah, for sure, for sure. And did you do music in high school? Did did all of you guys do music in high school? Uh, I didn't necessarily do music through my high school, like program or anything mm-hmm. like that. I I did lessons though. So I don't know. Okay. How about you guys? Were you in band or? I was actually really involved with music in high school. I was really involved with music in high school, actually, because uh, I played the tuba to middle school and high school. I was really involved with okay. concert band, marching band, played the trombone and jazz. And then I was also playing bass at the same time. And then when I got to college, I stopped playing tuba and just stuck with bass. Okay. And did you teach yourself bass or did you do lessons I, and I stuff? I took lessons for, I want to say, four years. And then I kind of stopped halfway through high school. Again, just like try and focus on school and figure things out, but I didn't end up taking lessons after that. So oh, okay, so then you just kept practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always so cool. Like, I, I don't know how, like, because you guys, like, there's no, like, lyrics, right? So it's always so interesting to me how you guys can just, like, remember, like, everything and just, yeah, like, that's very impressive to me. We don't use sheet music either. We all just yeah. by ear, so there's no need to, like, memorize anything. Yeah, I'm very sheet music oriented. I play the violin, so, like, I'm, like, oh need to have like a piece of paper in front of my face so but um how about you kevin oh i grew up in a household uh that had a lot of soul r&b funk neo soul stuff like that um but when i grew up i was grew up i played in the church that was my upbringing a lot of gospel music 
Uh, I played piano. That was my first instrument. I played classical music, but I hated the piano. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when I was six years old, they gave me the opportunity to play the saxophone in elementary school. Oh, and, okay. Uh, once I got the saxophone, I just threw the piano out the window. <laughs> I mean, I still play it every once in a while, but uh, yeah. And then I heard saxophone and jazz music, and now I'm here now. Yeah, so. yeah. Did playing the piano like early on help you learn the saxophone at all, or no? Oh yeah, like uh, just being a great musician and having those qualities, they all translate to other instruments, you know. And piano is a great instrument because it's very visual. You know, all the notes are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and saxophone, I mean, I can't see what my hands are doing, but it's pretty cool. Right. How about you? Yeah, so my experience uh, listening to music first started with my dad. He showed me a lot of like old rock music that he really likes, like Pink Floyd, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, that kind of stuff, like 60s and 70s rock, the Beatles, of course. Uh, but when it comes to playing music, uh, it initially started with a couple of close friends of mine in high school like I took drum lessons when I was really young but back then I was more focused on like playing sports like I was a baseball player but then in high school I picked drumming back up and started jamming with a couple of my friends and that was more kind of like loud rock like heavy metal um kind of vibes and then once I got to college like I sort of like expanded into more like jazz fusion funk territory uh, with these guys gotcha and you have a little bit of like a solo career kind of going on I know um, I interned for WPGU. I do the social media, so they were kind of talking about the thing you did on the quad. So what kind of music do you do by yourself then? Yeah, so like I release solo music too under Vacant Cemetery, and that's kind of like my, uh, as of now, it's kind of like an indie rock project, but I also do release like some hip-hop music. It's essentially like whatever mood I'm in, I'll just like kind of make something together. And then um, on the quad, I played, like Sammy played bass with me. I had a couple other uh UIUC musicians who played on me with uh, played with me on the quad and that was kind of cool because that was my first experience like uh, playing something other than drums on stage Mm -hmm. like I'd never sang or played guitar on stage before so that was like kind of a cool experience I guess oh that is very cool did any of you guys also do solo music or just write kind of on your own or Uh, yeah so when I was in high school I was in a rock band as well and I was actually singing in that band Um, we released a single this year we've been doing EPs while I've been in college but that's like my second project, I would say. Uh, it used to be my main one in high school. And as of now, we're not really doing as much rock music, but I'm working on some solo music as well that are rock songs, kind of to contrast what we're doing. Gotcha. Like getting a whole range of everything. Yeah, Very I, cool. I'd say all of us, what we have in common is we have the ability to play in a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know a lot of styles and playing a lot of different styles. So it's all just a part of how we express ourselves. Sure, sure. What music did you growing up? Did you grow up listening to? A lot of I would I would say I listen to the most rock music, but I uh-huh. have also when I when it comes to playing the bass, I listen to all genres just so I can be the most well-rounded bass player as possible. Gotcha. And I think that goes for all of us. We all want to be the most well-rounded. Sure, sure. Instrumentalists we can. Um. So the next songs we're gonna play from you guys are "Don't Know Now" and "Have You Met Mr. Gales." Um, is there anything interesting that you want to tell us about those songs? Any fun stories? Uh, yeah, both of those songs we wrote uh, our our, so- uh, our sophomore year, his freshman year. Okay. And yeah, we had a spot called the Rocket House. I used to live there, and we used to jam and you know play music there all the time. Two of those songs we wrote there. We don't necessarily play them anymore. Uh huh. Fortunately, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're gonna play those. And enjoy. Okay, I enlisted um, some of the members to read the disclaimer. You guys want to go ahead and give it a shot? Let's do it. 
Uh, we're the Data Waves. You're listening to Pizza FM, freeform non-commercial college radio, broadcasted in partnership with Unit 1 Living Learning Community at the University of Illinois. The views expressed by individuals on Pizza FM are not necessarily those of Unit 1 or Pizza FM as a whole. Pizza FM is made possible by the generous donations of SORF, the 1867 Society, CRFB, <laughs> and listeners like you. Thank you. Yay. Beverage not included. See store for details. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um, okay. Well, we're just, we're going to slowly wrap up here. We're going to play a couple more songs. Um, we had a recommendation to play a Harry Styles song, so we're going to play a Harry Styles song. Um, we're also going to play Drunk Funk. Um, did you guys want to plug your social media real quick? Yeah, so on uh, on Facebook, you can find us at The Data Waves, and on Instagram, we're at The Data Waves. Um, yeah, those are like our main two platforms. So like, if you want to know when we're playing shows, uh, like the Facebook page and follow it, and we have like an events page on there. And uh, if you want to know just like what we're up to, what we're recording, or like uh, any like other random events that we're doing, uh, take a look at the Instagram page, and that'll be the best for all those details. And you guys have a show tomorrow. You want to plug that one real quick? We have a show tomorrow for the Collective Magazine at a house called The Cooperative, which is at 404 West Springfield, Novi. Gotcha. So, guys, go check it out. Um, The last song we're going to play of yours is Drunk Funk. That's, like, your most popular one, I'd say, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, you want to break down that one a little bit for everyone listening? Sure. Uh, Drunk Funk is inspired by... uh, uh, what the what we were doing earlier on me and uh our keyboard player who's no longer in the band with us we had written the song together i wrote the a part he wrote the b part the a part has a little bit more of like a fast funky feel to it while the b part has more of like a slowed down r&b kind of feel to it so we just mashed them together and when we played it at parties people really liked it we needed a name for it so we were like drunk funk Awesome. All right. So we're going to play Adore You by Harry Styles and then Drunk Funk by The Data Waves. Thank you guys for coming. I'm sorry it took, t- took so long to get you guys in the studio, but I'm glad you got, we got it in before the semester. Um, you guys were our first uh, guest of the semester and our only guest of the semester. So thank you. Thank you. No All problem. Right. No problem. Thank you. All right.